everybody. Grab your Bible and a pencil and your journal and maybe even a cup of coffee and join in on our conversation. But first, I would like for you to write this down. Matthew chapter 22, verses 37 and 38. And he said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the great and foremost commandment. Hey everyone, welcome to Write This Down with Dot Bowen. My name is Kara, I am Dot's daughter, and every week we sit down together and we talk through truths and scripture. And in this episode, I kind of throw myself under the bus a little bit. A few days ago, I had suggested to my mom that we discuss something that I have personally been wrestling with, which is prayer. And I get pretty vulnerable and honest in this episode. And even shed a few tears by the end of it, which, if you know me, is not normal. But it is a really honest and, I think, a pretty rich conversation that we end up having about prayer, and we would love for you to pull up a chair and listen in. Hey, Kara. Hey, Mom. Hey. We're here. Well, yep. Here we are, having a great conversation. And And this is going to be a fun one, I feel like. I think so. I feel like I have a lot to say about what we're going to talk about, but I also have nothing to say about it all at the same time. Okay. So this is oh, going to well. be fun. Well, if you have a lot to say, but you're not going to say anything, I don't know. And maybe just be the only one talking and you yeah. just wish you were talking. Yeah, I don't know. But you know what? I read this verse, Matthew 22, verse 37 and 38, which is ironic because it probably is not one that, you know, a lot of people talk about. When we talk about prayer. Yes. Which that but, is what we didn't say that, but that is what we are going to be talking that about. That is what is we're prayer. going to talk about. Which, talking about prayer. Which is funny that for some reason I'm nervous. <laughs> you are? <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. And, I, and I'm the one who suggested this topic because it has mm-hmm. been a topic that I have been wrestling with lately. It so is. And you know. I don't know as, why I threw as, myself under this bus, but yeah, I don't, I don't know why, but I'm nervous. <laughs> Never get nervous before these. I know. Well, good. Well, maybe this will be even even more exciting for you because, ironically, you usually do not know what we're going to talk about. You kind of get an idea, but you have no idea. And you are totally correct in the fact that you said, let's talk about prayer. Mm -hmm. And I love this first because it really does kind of narrow everything down about what prayer means, and I know that we're reading a book, to, you know, or I've read this book years and years ago, and I recommended you to read it because you had told me that you were having yeah. some questions about prayer. And um, I think that if you were to sum up the entire thing of what the book said, it would be the most important thing is for you to love the Lord, and that that's why you pray, is because God is the most important thing in your life. Mm-hmm. But he goes over a whole lot of other stuff. Yeah. So, okay, so let's like back it up a little bit. And I, just to kind of give a little bit of context for where, how this all came about, this topic in this book that we'll mention. I was at my Bible study last week and one of the girls referenced something about, you know, like praying for her parents and how she really was seeing God answer these prayers and and not like anything you know, crazy, but it just like started stirring in my heart of the weakest part of my faith and my relationship with the Lord is prayer. 
And Mm -hmm. I know it's the most important part (laughs) in a lot of ways. And it's the weakest, it's the weakest link for me. And I've always known this and I've, it's, it's, you know, I've wrestled with prayer over the, over the years, but it just has been different lately. And there's been a lot of things that has been going on and, you know, it's been tough and all of that. But anyway, I just, I, so I just kind of got this in my head and I, you know, said something to you a, a day or two later of just like, I really want and need to fight for prayer. And, but I, I'm feeling really apathetic towards it. And this is where I'm like really <laughs> admitting, admitting some things on here, but, and not, and this is where I've kind of come to over the last week and just, I'm still processing it and I'm still kind of in, I'm still in it. So I'm not like on the other side of like, oh, I was feeling, you know, apathetic in this way and that way about prayer and, and, you know, my relationship with the Lord and I'm on the other side of it. Woohoo. I'm, I'm still in the thick of it and processing it and wrestling with it with the Lord, but you recommended this book, The Papa Prayer by Larry Crabb. And mm-hmm. we will be talking about this so much. So if you guys, I mean, we'll put a link to purchase it in the description. It is, it really is such a good book. And I'm not completely done with it. I know you've read it, I don't know how many times and have it underlined mm-hmm. and all the things. But <laughs> I will say, like, I just was feeling one of the things slash lies that I was battling, and I know in my head it's a lie, is that kind of what's the point? And not Mm -hmm. like I know in my head the point of prayer is to have a conversation with the Lord. It is relational. I know that. But more so kind of what's the point in sharing my heart because He's going to do what He's going to do. And I want Him to do what He is going to do. You know, like that's where I, he, He talks about, in the book, and it's not even an important story in the book, but he was talking about how he was counseling a married couple and they had been married for like 20 plus years and they were actually doing great. You know, like they had a healthy marriage and all that, but there was some, there was some disconnect there. And this wasn't even the point of his, of the story, but I was reading it and I realized, I think what I'm really wrestling with. And there's a lot to this. That's why I'm kind of like, okay, how do I, there's so many layers to this, but one of the layers is, you know, I've been walking with the Lord for 30 years and I feel like where I'm at in my relationship with him is like, I love him. I would die for him. I'm not going anywhere. You know, like I don't, if this was like a marriage, like I don't want a divorce. Like I am like, I don't want to be with anyone else. Like I am in this, I'm committed I will give my, I have given my life and I will continue to, and there's nowhere else I want to be, but I'm not engaging with him. You know, like I just kind of feel like, you know, we're roommates, you know? And so let me say this. Prayer is probably one of the uh, most neglected among most followers of Jesus. You very seldom hear a pastor preach on it, you know, you think about going to church and you do all the programs, you do all the things that we do, we sing, we uh, talk, but we probably pray one or two times, you know, uh, during the service. So you, you know, are among most believers in the fact that they wrestle with why pray. It's one of the biggest 
questions a lot of people ask. I'm not saying that your situation is not unique, but I'm just saying that if prayer is probably the essential thing in your relationship with the Lord, which is talking to God, in any relationship is that keeping that communication open. So if this is one of the ways we get to know God is by having conversations with Him and, and of course, reading His Word, why wouldn't uh, the enemy keep us from understanding and praying? It would keep us busy. It would keep, you know, He would do everything He can to stop building this intimate mm-hmm. relationship. So we're talking about intimacy versus you You said to me, you text me that day, you said, I'm committed into this marriage, but I don't feel connected. And I think it's more intimacy. It's mm-hmm. more of that feeling, you know, yeah. I'm committed, but, and, and, I, and I know you say you love him, and I think we all have levels of intimacy and different levels. Mm-hmm. But I think that right now what you're struggling with is feeling really connected. I mean, I don't want to speak for you, but I, I feel like you're, you, you know, you're committed to him, but as far as being relational and in a, a really intimate relationship with him, you don't feel as as close to him as. Yeah, well, I don't know that it's that. It, yes, it's kind of like that. I think that is part of it. I do pray. I mean, I, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. I've had to pray to f- forgive someone, you know, I'd Pray the mm-hmm. pray ten thousand times a day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm having to, you know, continually mm-hmm. and and I've you know been incredibly heartbroken and you know disappointed and you know like there's been so many emotions and I have brought all of that to the Lord and that so there I have I have been praying I think so one of the things that he talks about in this book is like basically like identifying like entering your red dot like that's that's part of prayer of you know, presenting yourself before the Lord and part of presenting yourself. It's like where are you, like entering into where you are. Being um, honest before God is. Yeah, is being, I mean, things. ultimately, mm-hmm. yeah, as being honest. And whether that's honest about, you know, what you think about Him or what you think about what's going on or your emotion, you know, like whatever it is, like, you know, mm-hmm. and it, and He says it's, you know, it's a constant, you're constantly, you know, your red dot can change from mm-hmm. hour to hour. Um and so that's where that, you know, relationship. So, but one of the things that struck me is like, I have been describing where I'm at, but I'm not entering into it. And I think that is, you know, because there's so much pain and hurt in that. And so I think that's where it's like this disconnect where I'm, it's almost like I'm afraid and I don't want, it's not prayer in itself. It's more of like bringing my desires to him and bringing, you know, because I'm just kind of like, okay, well, you're going to do what you want to do. Anyway, I don't want to like talk about my issues on here, but <laughs> I know. But <laughs> so I think, I think what, that's what, what I'm saying is like with prayers, like, yes, like I do feel like I'm not not talking to the Lord, but I'm also, but there is a, there is a wall and I'm trying to, f- and that's where I'm like, I'm still in this process where I'm like, I don't want mm-hmm. that there. You know, like I am, right. you know, and, and even when I'm in counseling and, you know, cause she's like, you're, and she's encouraging of like my heart is I'm my heart is not in a place where I'm like stonewalling the Lord intentionally. Like I don't want like I I am trying to fight through it, which is why you know bringing it up to you and trying to you know like reading these books of like okay what is and it's almost like I think this is so I hate this I can't live admitting this on here but like I know prayer is 
and what he says in this book is to know the Lord. And I kind of feel like, yeah, like I know God. And I'm like, you. Well, that's the point I want to get at. Is yeah. You think you know God. Right. And I'm like, you think is your I, like, view of God. But is your view of God. I remember we t- you kind of asked me the other day, mm-hmm. you're like, well, what's your view of God? How did you, how did you view God? And so you've said several times since we've been in this conversation is that, you know, well, God, you're going to do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Well, that view of God, there's half truth right. and half lie in the fact right. that what's happening is, yes, God is going to do what's best for you, and He's going to do what He wants to do because He's only going to do what's best for you. But you're, and I the want implication, to. yeah, and right. the, but the implication is, I don't matter. It doesn't matter right. what I think. It doesn't yes. matter what I care about. And, and I think that's where, and it, you know, and I was talking with my, you know, counselors. Like we were saying, like it's almost harder when you have this long of a relationship because I know so much. Like I know the Lord loves me. I know He cares about me. I know that He is with me while I'm crying. I know, you know, like I know, and I really do. But there, but I think what's so hard when I really do feel like I know it with every ounce of my being, there is still a disconnect with my because my emotions are feeling one thing even though my head and my soul knows, you know, knows something else. And so that's where it's like Let trying to— Let me say this. To, I think your head knows it, and I think your spirit knows it because the Spirit's Holy Spirit. Right. But I don't think your soul knows it. I don't think your emotions know uh, it. Well, when I meant it. soul—okay, when I'm—sorry, that was the wrong word. Then. When I meant soul, I meant the Holy Spirit, like the, the spirit in me. So yeah, yeah I think like the spirit I spirit in you because it's true and it's godly and it's right. And I think you you're saying, well, I know God. I know that He loves me. I know. That. I think it's what what God wants and why God is allowing maybe this situation is because we all can know things in our head. And you know, I I know a lot of people. I know in my head, and I've heard about them, and I've read books on them, but I don't really know them. Well, I think and about I think, you. And dad, you know, like you know, I mean, you've been married for over 50 years. 51. Was it 50? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 51. And I feel like I've heard you say just over the last, you know, recent years that, I mean, you're, you know him better than anyone. And, but there's still some things that you will learn about him. You know, mm-hmm. like there's still things that, you know, he, whether, I don't know what, I just have heard, you know, like, I, know. I cannot believe you did that, or I can't, you know, mm-hmm. like, that is, I don't know, just like things like that, where it's like, you're not, there's still an element of, you know, mystery to the other person. I think that's where, you know, like, I'm at with the Lord is, you know, I've walked 30 years with Him, and so I really do, I have experienced a lot with Him, but it is not true to say that I know, I do not know everything about the Lord. <laughs> no, <laughs> like nor that. were you ever or Right, exactly. Else? And so that's well, where— everything. Yeah, but— um, And I will say that mystery, the mystery of, you know, the mystery of knowing Howard and he'll do something that's surprising, the mystery of not knowing God, and sometimes God will su- surprise me often, that mystery, there's some level of that that brings the oddness and, and causes an intimacy is because we don't know, and that mystery, instead of it being confusing, can be enduring. And can be something that like, oh, I really love that about God. I love the fact that I, I can't really totally know him, mm-hmm. you know, but I know him as much as I can. It's it's not necessarily I think that you know him as much as 
being able to embrace him for who he is. I think, you know, going back, and we've talked about this, I've talked about it a hundred times, where the Israelites, for instance, God said, I've loved that generation for 40 years. They knew my power. They knew Mm -hmm. what I could do, but they didn't know my ways, and they were never able to enter into my rest. And I think knowing the ways of God, knowing the attributes of God, and knowing His heart, and knowing His desires, and knowing what He wants— is a difference in knowing that he's all powerful, he's all creative, you mm-hmm. know, he's, you know, what he can do. But I think knowing his ways of why he does certain things and why he allows certain things is a whole different ballgame. That's a whole different level of getting to, to know God. And mm-hmm. I think you can say all day long, and I can say all day long, well, I know that God loves me. But when something happens, we're like, well, wait a minute. If you love somebody, why would you allow that to happen? Or uh, when you could, because I know your power, you could have stopped it, but you didn't. And that makes you step back and question. And I think that there is, and it's certainly something that uh, Larry Crabb talks about, that relational prayer is, you know, is the center of all prayer. He talks about, you know, that. And Petition and wanting to pray and asking for God is part of that. But the ultimate of everything of what we do and why we pray is because we want a relationship with God. And I think that what's happening is God wants to develop a stronger relationship with you. But to do that, you've got to change your viewpoint of of who God is. And I think that's a key right now is being able to say, you know, step back and go, go when I, I say these things, which, you know, I know that you're not, you're not meaning it disrespectful or you're just, you know, like, well, you know, there's part truth of it that God is going to do what he wants to do. Yeah. But, like I say it as an acknowledgement. I'm not. But the heart of God is a whole different thing. Yeah. Like I'm fighting to, I don't want to be resolute and just feel like this is the way it is. And then, you know, mm-hmm. not, that's why, you know, like I am. But, you know, I have been joking about, you know, like I really I love my counselor here that I see now. And I, I was telling a friend the other day, I was like, it feels more like I'm in couples therapy with the Lord. <laughs> yeah. and, and and in all reality, on the surface, like we yeah, are yeah, great. We all like, are. Mm-hmm. like I, and I don't mean on the surface, like in a pretend way. It's just, it's like, I just think with any relationship and especially with the Lord, there are seasons and there are times where it's like, okay, like I need to. Like we need, I need to be more intentional because there is a wall and I am, you know, there's so much, you know, pain and I almost like I am, like I'm trying, I'm fighting for that relationship because mm-hmm. I, I, I do love him. You know, like I'm not, I'm, you know, not mad at him. I don't, I really don't blame him or anything like that. It's just more of, you know, like why, you know, it's just, I'm. Anyway, I won't get into all my issues. But anyway, it's just relearning. And I think this the Papa Pear book, and I've told you a couple of times like how grateful I am that you recommended it and said it, said it to me because it really has been so helpful. And I I, I could even try to explain what Larry Crabb writes in it, but it it's it was so different reading it. Because mm-hmm. I think w- from what it seems like, the place he was in when he wrote this book. I think is really similar to where I'm at right now. And even like he gives, you know, a little bit later in the book, he gives 10 misguided or basically wrong views of the Lord that we tend to, how we tend to see 
God in prayer and the one that I felt the most connected to was like, wow, like this is the one I'm really struggling with right now. And it hasn't been always, but it's just, you know, right now. Um, he even says it's what he, you know, struggling with as well. But anyway, I just think mm-hmm. he, it, I don't know, for anyone who is, uh, the way that he describes really knowing the Lord through prayer, it it just helped, like the Lord really has used his words and to reignite, I guess, and, and kind of like help fuel that fire a little bit to keep fighting for my relationship with the Lord right. through prayer. Well, I think that one of the things that really, in, in the book, that really got a hold of my heart many years ago, but let me just say this, even though that was many years ago, that doesn't mean that I've got this all together. It doesn't mean that I, I mean, it, we all go around the cycle over and over again. So, you know, the reason I mentioned Papa Prayer to you was because I got the book out, back out, and God began to teach me, on, again, mm-hmm. on new levels of that. But I think that one of the things that when I read this book and when I was at the place where I needed it at the very beginning was I needed to know how to really love God more than I love anything else. Mm-hmm. And and my prayer were always was request. It was, you know, you go through, thank you for everything, and then, by the way, I want this. And, you know, as you were saying, why well, pray? Because what does it really matter? He's going to do. That's kind of taking prayer only in a level of petition. It's like what well, God's going to do, what He wants to do. Where Larry Crabb, what he pointed out, and that's why people so get discouraged with God and don't really understand that it is more about approach, presenting ourselves to God and knowing who God right. is and well, saying, I think, here I am, and, and just wanting more about being with Him than being and getting things from Him. And until, I think where you I'm, know... Yeah, I think where I'm at more so, like right now, is not petitioning. Like I don't really see a point. Like that's that's where I'm at. It's like the mm-hmm. opposite side of the spectrum where I'm like, why would I tell you what I want? <laughs> or why would I ask for anything? Because you're going to do what you want to do. Again, and it's like— Which, I, I know you say this, but let me just say this. I know you're saying that I don't want to ask and I don't want to petition because I know he's not going to do anything. But if that's that's the whole point of why you've turned— the other way about that is because uh, you've approached God and thinking, you know, prayer is about asking God to do something and, and being able to do it. And and what he says in here, he says, you know, unless you get rid of the notion that the center of prayer is for asking for things, if you until you switch that over and that the true center of prayer, its real point is relating to God. And what he was saying, until you really, really understand that, you're just, you're never going to feel close to God. You're never going to feel like, well, you know, your intimacy, like what you were talking about before, like I'm in this, I'm not going to leave you, but my intimacy and my desire for you is, is you know, hurting. And I'm, I'm committed to you, but I'm not, you know, I don't feel close to you. And I think that this petitioning with, you know, prayer and asking for things of saying, well, I'm not going to do that because he's going to do what I want to do, comes from the lie of 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 seeing that the things that you asked for, God didn't do, instead well, yeah. of seeing why, why he didn't do it. I don't think that's fully it, <laughs> because okay. I just feel more, I don't, I don't mean, I don't, I'm glad that he's done what he's done. Like, that's where it's just. 
without, again, I'm not getting into my issues or what I'm, it's just It doesn't really of, matter. It's, yeah, it everybody doesn't. is it's, wanting, is at a place um, in our lives. We're always at a place in our lives that we need God to do something. It doesn't matter where, where we are. We're, you know, we look at life and we may not be where we are where we thought we would always be. It may be an unmet expectation. It may be a dead dream. It may be, you know, just life's just not the way that we want to do it. And we would love for God to step in and change the situation. I think everybody well, and sometimes would even think it, that. it's just like my, your heart, you know, like that's where yeah. it's like I am like, you know, wanting, you know, I'm fighting for healing. I'm fighting, you know, like there's mm-hmm. a lot of just internal stuff too that I'm, you know, really fighting with as well. And so, and I think that's, you know, and part of what I'm struggling with is prayer of like fully, you know, entering in, like I said, like he talks about just like entering into your red dot, like where you are. And like, that's one thing that is really difficult for me right now because, you know, of just a lot of reasons that I won't get into. But I, I think one thing that I'm still, I want to go back and like read is when, cause he does, Larry Crabb does talk a lot about relating to God Mm-hmm. And I like even when you just referenced it now, it, there's something about that where it's like, I'm like, what does that mean? <laughs> mm-hmm. Because you know, like when I think of like when you relate to someone, it's like you are kind of like on. It's like hey, like you're on their level a little bit. Like you can. I don't think that you're but, on their level. I mean, because I'm in different seasons of life, and you're in different. But I can relate to you. I can understand. Maybe I've gone through that. I think relational and, and being in a relationship with God, it's in different levels and it's a lot of it has to do with how we view the person we are in relationship with. I think that for me when he talks about going to the park with his son and pretending that he was hiding. Do you remember oh, that yeah. part? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I really could relate to that because years and years ago we were at Branson City, Missouri and we'd gone into this little park and Scott was probably about three or so. And right when we were trying to get into this part, I thought Howard had Scott, and Scott Howard thought I had Scott. Anyway, long story short, we miss, we lost Scott. And we we're looking <laughs> everywhere for him, and I'm crying, and, you know, we're screaming at Scott's name, you know, Scott, Scott. And anyway, before I really had a panic attack, even though I was really on the verge of having a panic attack, I turned around and there Scott was look was there standing there like, well, what's why are you so upset? Here I am. He had not wandered that far off, but I didn't know exactly where he was, and there was a lot of people there. Well, when Larry Crabb was talking about his son, like you know, hiding from him, they were planning on going to the, you know, do a lot of fun things, and 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 Larry Crabb was going to do a lot for his son and make sure he had a great time. But then they started playing this game, and he literally you know, purposely tried to hide. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he said that his son was like, you know, I was warning you, I was looking for you, and I couldn't find you, and I was scared to death. And I think that that really hit something to me because I remember when I was trying to find Scott and warning Scott, I didn't care where we were. I didn't care that we were going to go have this park. I didn't mm-hmm. care. of any. All, my number one focus was my son was lost, mm-hmm. and I needed to go find him, and I wanted him more. That hits a nerve mm-hmm. to me mm-hmm. because when I think about my relationship with God and my prayer time, am I that desperate just to say, I just want to be with you? Am I that mm-hmm. desperate just to say, I just want to know you? So 
I think that what Larry Crabb is presenting is something so unusual because Mm -hmm. it's hard for us to separate being able to be with God Mm -hmm. versus asking God to do certain things. Yeah, and he does address that of like, mm -hmm. he does not say that you should not ask the Lord, but and I. I couldn't tell you how he says it, but I really like. He says the way there's that second he, things. He, he goes, yeah. "There's second things," versus the first thing is, "Yeah, I like just it's need almost like God. you start asking for those quote unquote second things out of knowing Him." You know, like in it. Yeah, he says it so and much better, him. but mm-hmm. yeah, and I and I think I was just like thinking while you're talking of like I think a lot of what I am wrestling with with prayer, and that I think. I'm probably not the only person in this, is really being honest and pre- mm-hmm. the whole presenting myself to the mm-hmm. Lord. Because I think that's a lot harder than it. You know, it's not just saying like, oh, here, but it's like really being honest about with Him. You know, like really like telling Him what's really, you know, going on and what's those deep, dark places that you probably don't even know are there. And because I am the queen of suppression, and mm-hmm. I can <laughs> can have no emotion and, you know, like, anyway, not feel and all that. Like, I can suppress anything. And, and I, but I think that is one of the things, you know, that is causing that wall between the Lord and I, because He wants to know me just like, I mean, He knows me, but you know what I'm saying? Like, He wants, it's like, that's that, that relationship. And I think, in my head, I'm like, I know when I, I mean, I think being brave enough to really present myself, that's that's one of the things that he says. And I think I'll be able to see the Lord more, you know, but because when it's like, you I know, think when whenever we're hiding, we're either hiding ourselves from ourselves or, or whatever, like, you know, whenever we're suppressing and we don't want to be honest before God now, I think that... What's you know, out of Eve? Definitely. I mean, it, yeah, that is true. And and I think that— Because they hid Jesus, and they couldn't see the Lord, you know, like he was no, walking right. right there. And yeah. But I, I do feel like that there is this, you know, being honest before God, because I think that's where relationships really begin to grow is when each other is honest with each other with that. So I think it's, it's not like you being honest to God is going to tell God anything about you, but you being honest with God is— getting you to know who you are right. and well, really know what your struggles are and being able to then tear down the wall so that Jesus can enter in, mm-hmm. you know, into those places. But I think that that one of the things that we have to be careful with, and I'm not saying this is you because you're saying, you know, you're talking about, I don't want to, I, I suppress my feelings. I don't want to be really honest with God. I don't want to be honest with myself too. Yeah. You know, yeah. But I, but what I think we have to be careful with if we're not careful. And and I think one of the things Larry Crabb talks about so much is narcissistic. It's more mm-hmm. about us. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, it's more, and, and I think we should be honest with God, obviously. And it's not like right. God was but like, I, oh my gosh, I had no idea. But I think it is because we're in a relationship, we're being able to be ourselves and who we are. Right. But yes, if and we're that's not where... careful. Yeah, and we I think stay there. We don't want to stay there, right? And I, I do think that is what is so powerful about Larry Crabb's book is he. That is what he harps on the whole time is like the mm-hmm. whole point is to know the Lord. And I think, like you know, like it's just that shift of like, okay, I'm going to like tell God everything that's on my heart and mind, 
and then walk away. And it's like, no, that's not what I'm saying. It, mm-hmm. My What my heart is, and it's definitely not perfect. I'm not trying to be like, oh, whatever, obviously. I've just, just said all my issues. But my heart is I want to tell him that so that I can experience that intimacy again so I so I can know him more because – when you have a wall, I mean, you've talked about this mm-hmm. at times too. Like when you have a wall, you don't all you don't just keep people out. You're you keep you yourself keep, in, mm-hmm. and you know it's both sides of it. And so it's like, no, I want to tell. I need. I'm I'm trying to break through those walls in my own heart because because I want to know him, not because well, I want to only, just. Let me just say this because we talk about knowing him, and we can know him. We can know the names of God. We can know his power. We can know all that. I think that what what is missing is so that you can trust him. I think that being able to to be honest with someone, you're not going to be honest with someone that you do not trust. That and that's just the bottom line. You talk about your counselor, you talk you tell me things, you tell her things, you know, because to some level you trust them. And I think that for God, he wants you to trust him. He wants and you I don't, to trust yeah, him. Is and the there's probably key to everything. And I'm probably afraid to tell him everything because I'm afraid to trust him again. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's what prayer is. The prayer of what is being able to go into his presence and to relate to him. Well, to relate to him in an intimate way is to say, God, I trust you. And I I talked about this just this weekend, uh, past weekend, I was speaking at a church. And I said, you know, and you you did this all the time. You'd be at the pool, and your dad, you know, would be sitting there inside the pool, and you'd get up, you'd get out of the pool, you'd run around, and you'd run right in the middle of the deepest end of the pool, and you did not know how to swim, and you'd run into his arms, and he would pretend, and he, like, you you were going to go down for the third time, and he'd lift you back up, and then, you know, and you'd like, dad, 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 and then you'd get up out of that pool, and you'd run back, and you would run right into his arms again, over and over again. And you didn't know how to swim. You didn't know anything, but you trusted your dad. And I think that that's what being honest with God, that's prayer is, being able to to run right into his arms and to trust him with your life because you know him, yes, but you you trust him that he's always going to do and he's, it might look like you're going down for the third time, but you're not. You're not going down. He lifts you back up. And I think our faith is growing. Yeah. And I I mean, you can't see. I have tears rolling down my, streaming down my face that. because, mm-hmm. yeah, like I don't, I, I think it's like I know, I. it's like I, I trust him in my head, but I think emotionally, that's when I'm having a hard time. Mm-hmm. I'm having a hard time trusting with my heart again. Yeah. And I think and because, I think, you know, like trust that, is such a big deal to me because of my past and and with recent events, like my, you know, my yeah, trust has been shaken, like thinking one thing and then, you know, being blindsided by another. And so, and not that I'm projecting onto the Lord, but I think it's, there's, that's where I'm like, there's a lot of layers in that emotionally. But yeah, I think I'm, I feel like I'm almost like, it's, I feel like, to use your analogy, like I'm on the side of the pool and I'm like, I know you have caught me every single time. And it's almost like, I feel like a scared little girl to jump in, you know, like the one who, 
you see the little kid who like has their feet on the edge and they're like dancing on the edge, mm-hmm. like dancing out mm-hmm. of like feet, you know, like they're like, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to jump now. I'm going to jump now. And I feel mm-hmm. like that's what, that's where I'm at is like, I'm emotionally dancing on the edge and I'm so scared of, I'm just scared because of, of so much, you know, other pain and so much other hurt of times that I've trusted and, and again, it's like this yeah. weird of like, I'm not projecting that onto the Lord, but I think when you've been hurt so many times, it just, it's just like another person, you know, it's like, yeah. I know in my head I can trust you, but I keep getting hurt. Yeah. And so I'm scared that you're mm-hmm. going to hurt me. Not because I got hurt because of you from these other people, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's just like, I mean, you know, when I get into, when I get into another relationship, it's, you know, like I'm going to be terrified to mm-hmm. believe anything that they say. And mm-hmm. so it's kind of like that of just like another relationship where I'm just like, ah, like I know you've proven yourself faithful, but I'm, you know, like I've been so wounded and I'm and hurting so much that I'm just, yeah, like I'm scared. Yeah. And I think that, you know, I was reading in in, um, in, in the Papa Prayer, he's talking about Jesus and Gethsemane. And he said, Jesus in Gethsemane asked to be spared of the cross Sentry because he knew his father would turn away from him as he hung there. That prospect terrified him far more than the nails. It says, even there in Gethsemane, he trusted his father with all of his troubles. Their relationship, a brutally honest one, was everything to him, like any other human being. Jesus didn't relish the prospect of torture, unlike any other human being. He was prepared to experience the agony of ultimate loneliness because... And in Larry Chris's, and I never dare say this if it wasn't clearly said in Scripture, it pleased the Father to bruise him. Never was the Father pleased to bruise anyone else. No one else's pain could get us into the family where God could reveal himself as our Papa. Christ's relationship with his Father was the driving passion behind every request he made. And I think yeah. that, you know... And that even makes me emotional, too, because I'm like, I don't, I know that it hurts him that I'm, you know, struggling with trusting him. And that mm-hmm. grieves me too, because I'm, I, I do love the Lord with everything in me. And, you know, I don't want to, I mean, just like I wouldn't want to like hurt your feelings or, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like I, yeah. I don't want, like, I, I know he has given his life for me and I know that he is, I know he does not want to hurt me or call, or I know that he does not want me to be in pain. Well, I really for one do. thing, he hasn't been the one that's hurt you. No, and I know that. that, Yeah, and I will say this, that he's up to the challenge. He does want you to trust him, but he knows that there's a part of you that's been hurt and that there is a part of you that you're holding back from him, and he would rather you and him deal and talk about this and struggle through this than to pretend it was not there. And that's what's cancer. And I think that God would rather you and him have this little problem in your relationship so that you can work through it because then it will be stronger. It's like in every relationship with you and I, we've had our issues. Yeah, we have not always um, been close. No. And so, but now we're stronger than we ever were before. So. Even though I know that you feel like, you know, I know I hate that I'm having to really be honest with God and say, I, I'm having a hard time trusting you. 
And I know that it is connected with some of the things of other people. It's hard sometimes because, you know, we don't, people, we have flesh, like we see people, we have the flesh, we can touch and and those kind of things. It's hard not to connect them with God. But but I would say this, God is, he hasn't ever hurt you. Matter of fact, he hurt his son, so you would never be hurt. Right, and I do believe that. Yeah, and I do believe that what God is saying is, you know, sugar pie, he's saying to you, don't worry about it, sweetie. This is what's inside your heart, and I know that it's going to be cancerous to you, and it's keeping you from enjoying God and the life that He's died to give you. When and I He's think, wanting you to deal with that so that it gets stronger. When I think too, like it's He will do it. You know, like if there's anyone you know listening to this and they're like maybe a little bit more heart of heart or, you know, mm-hmm. not even wanting to want to know the Lord or, you know, whatever. It's like, well, you know, the Lord gives those desires, you know, and I mean, I, I've prayed that prayer with forgiveness of being yeah at times of thinking like, I, I don't want to forgive them <laughs> and praying yeah. like, help me, you know, help me to want to forgive them. And then, and the Lord, you know, taking me through that process. And I think it's the same with, you know, all of this that we're talking about is He is the one that does that. Like, we can't know Him without Him. You know, like mm-hmm. He reveals Himself to us. He, you know, through the power of the Holy Spirit within us and, you know, all of that. And so, yeah, it's and I like do really— this. I, I believe that God gives us a love for Him. I believe that God gives us a faith for Him. And I believe that God gives us the ability to trust Him. And I think that until— like you were saying, being able to admit, you don't just are not just honest with the fact that you're hurting or you're disappointed or life's not turned out and I'm mad about it or whatever, but you, you know, being able to admit and say, you know, right now, Father, I'm struggling with trusting you. I know in my head that these people or life circumstances isn't you, but it's hurting my our relationship, and I think of you to be able to trust him. And I think, humanly speaking, it's hard not to sometimes uh, take how we view people and our hurt that other people put on us or we put on other people. That it's hard sometimes not to connect that with the Lord, but that isn't they're not God. And right. and and so I think that you know, with us and just talking about this, I think. It's just going and being honest and saying, God, help, you know, give me the faith to trust you and give me the love to love you. And, and like you said, I think, you know, that's, it's really up to the Lord. But if you don't know that you're dealing with these things, if we're, if you don't know what's going on in your heart, then how are you able to really, you know, trust God to work these things out? And I think that's why God allows this misery or this pain, this depression, this heartache, some of these things that we go through in life so that we will be real and get honest before God so that we can get in a deeper relationship, more love relationship with Him. Thanks for listening. I'm so glad that you could be a part of our conversation. To continue the conversation, you can find Dot on social media at Dot Bowen or visit her website, DotBowen.com. Subscribe, like, and share with your friends, and we will see you next week on Write This Down with Dot Bowen.